0: Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 125, and this is God's Big Story, Season 2.
1: It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. No.
0: Well, here we are, boys and girls, the end of another week, our second week in the Book of Micah, which means that after today we have just four more days to go in this book. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, it's Friday, and that means we have a lot to do.
1: Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin
2: the Friendly Curious Cow.
0: Okay, so Marvin, I managed to bring it back to a tie last week, and we are locked at 10 all.
1: Oh yeah, we sure are, Dave. Well, it's a clash of the titans, a battle for the ages. I mean, I am just a little calf, and you know, you're in your 40s now, and you have a theology degree, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sure a tie is still very respectable all around.
0: Yeah, okay, Marv, let's do this. Where is the squirrel?
1: What do you remember, and what do you know, let's find out, because it's Friday, the Friday Quiz Show,
0: yeah, it's
2: the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, guys. Hi, Gary. So, Colin told me that we get to do the readings this week. Is it true? Well, yeah, if you'd like to, Gary. Oh, I'd love to, Dave. Do you know that as yet there is no audio Bible recorded by a squirrel? There's a real gap in the market there.
0: Well, no, but, you know, I hadn't really been looking for an audio Bible recorded by a squirrel. But anyway, before we get to any of that, Gary, well, we need a quiz. Well, then, I'm your squirrel, Dave. Let's get
2: right to it. Are you ready, Marv?
1: Oh, yeah, Gary. Yep. Let's do this.
2: Okay, here we go. Question one from this week. Micah predicted that the Messiah would come from Bethlehem. But what was the other name he used to make sure we knew which Bethlehem he was talking about?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, we talked about that on Wednesday, I think. Okay,
2: then. Here comes question two. In which of Paul's letters or epistles that we've read so far on the podcast does Paul argue against people saying that Gentile believers had to get circumcised to be saved?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, remember that. Yep. Saved by faith, not by law. Yep, that's it. Good work, Marv. So,
2: here we go. Question three. Yesterday, Colin's interesting fact was about where we first hear about Bethlehem in the Bible. But how many times in the Old Testament is Bethlehem mentioned?
1: Oh, wow. Okay, well, let's see. Okay, Dave. Yep, I've got my guess.
0: Yeah, me too, Marvin. Let's see how we did.
2: Okay, so question one. What other name did Micah attach to Bethlehem?
1: Oh, I know it began with an E. I think it was something like Ephrata or, or Ephratha? Ephritha, maybe?
0: Yeah, you know, I'm not totally sure how to pronounce it either, Marvin, but yeah, something like Ephratha.
2: That's it, Dave. Good job. Okay, now, which book did Paul write to speak against needing to be circumcised?
0: Oh, that was Galatians, wasn't it? Yep, that's the one. That's what I put.
2: Right again. Okay, fellas, how many times is Bethlehem mentioned in the Old Testament?
0: Well, Dave, I went for 43 times. Ooh, okay. Well we're not that far apart, Marv, but I went a little bit lower. I went for thirty two times. Well,
1: you'll find
2: Bethlehem mentioned fifty five times in the Old Testament. Marvin wins this week.
1: Moo <laughs> Cows rule, Dave.
0: <sighs> well, yeah. Good job, Marvin. That's you eleven ten up for now. So thank you, Gary. Good quiz.
1: Yeah, thanks, Gary. That was an excellent
0: quiz. I loved it.
2: You're welcome, guys.
0: So yes, normally we'd be saying goodbye, Gary, but of course you're going to stick around to read for us this week.
2: Great, Dave. I can't wait.
0: Now, yesterday we heard God's message to the nations that would attack his people. Today we swing our attention back to the people of Israel. And in today's reading, God kind of brings them to court and he lays out his case against them. Oh. Now... God's going to remind them of all that he has done for them, and then his people who have sinned against him, well, they're going to ask how they can put things right. Now, Marvin, when you listen to this, there is a verse about sacrificing calves. Eek! No, don't be scared. As you'll hear, God doesn't want that kind of sacrifice.
1: Oh, phew. Okay, well, Dave, what are we listening for?
0: Well, the people ask if they should bring a sacrifice of oil, but... How many rivers of oil do they ask about bringing to God? Oh, okay, rivers of oil. And then right at the end, the Lord tells the people what he wants. So how does God say they should act? Okay, so how many rivers
1: of oil and how should the people act? Okay, yeah, I got it.
0: Great, okay. Well, Gary, today we're reading from Micah chapter 6 and we're going to read the first eight verses.
2: You got it, Dave. Micah chapter 6 verses 1 to 8 here we go Israel listen to the Lord's message he says to me stand up in court let the mountains serve as witnesses let the hills hear what you have to say hear the Lord's case you mountains listen you age-old foundations of the earth the Lord has a case against his people Israel he is bringing his charges against them the Lord says my people what have I done to you? Have I made things too hard for you? Answer me. I brought your people up out of Egypt. I set them free from the land where they were slaves. I sent Moses to lead them. Aaron and Miriam helped him. Remember how Balak, the king of Moab, planned to put a curse on your people? But Balaam, the son of Beor, gave them a blessing instead. Remember their journey from Shittim to Gilgal? I want you to know that I always do what is right. The people of Israel say, What should we bring with us when we go to worship the Lord? What should we offer the God of heaven when we bow down to him? Should we take burnt offerings to him? Should we sacrifice calves that are a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams? Will he take delight in ten thousand rivers of olive oil? Should we offer our oldest sons for the wrong things we've done? Should we sacrifice our own children to pay for our sins? The Lord has shown you what is good. He has told you what he requires of you. You must act with justice. You must love to show mercy. And you must be humble as you live in the sight of
1: your God.
0: Thanks, Gary. Okay, so Marvin, did you catch it? How many rivers of oil?
1: Oh, yeah, 10,000,
0: Dave. That's right. The people know they have sinned. And so they ask, well, what can we do? Should we sacrifice calves?
1: Yeah. oh, David, gives me the heebie-jeebies.
0: Yeah, I know, Marv, but yes, calves, rams, rivers of oil, even their own children. If they were to bring all these things, will that put things right with God? Will he forgive them and bless them? But God says no, he's not interested in their sacrifices because they don't really love him. They're just trying to buy a get-out-of-jail-free card. Oh, yeah, I see. And so instead, God says, look, I've already told you what I want. So, yeah, did you hear? How does God want them to act, Marvin? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was justly, Dave. That's it. He wants them to stop mistreating the poor and taking people's land, like we read about earlier in the book. He wants them to act justly, to show mercy and be humble before him. See, that's what God is interested in, the condition of their hearts, not a bunch of sacrifices. Yeah, just as well, Dave. And boys and girls, we might not bring sacrifices in the same way the people in the Old Testament did, but sometimes we can fall into the same trap the Israelites did. They thought bringing sacrifices might get them into God's good books. And in the same way, we might think that if we go to church and Sunday school and do lots of other christian type things, well, then that's how we gain God's favor. But Micah would tell us no. It's good to worship at church, of course it is, but God's primary concern is not keeping attendance. He cares about our hearts. Do we love him? Do we follow him with our whole heart? Do we love our neighbors as ourselves, as he has commanded us? He doesn't want people to just turn up at Christiany places and do Christiany things so they can tick the box and say, yep, I did what I was supposed to do. He wants people to know him and to love him and to every day seek to follow him and live their lives for him in every way that they can.
1: Okay, yeah, I think I get it, Dave, but... Yeah, we should still do the Christiany stuff like going to church,
0: though, right? Oh, well, yes, Marvin, of course. But the difference is between someone who does it because they think that's what they have to do to keep on God's good side and someone who does it because they love God and they want to please him every way that they can.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, they're not doing it because they have to. They're doing it because it makes God happy.
0: Exactly, Marvin. So... Boys and girls, let's do our best to do it the right way, to follow God with our whole heart. Today, when you pray, ask God to help you to live for him. Ask him what you can do today that will please your heavenly father. Okay, yeah, got it, Dave. Amen. And, well, that's it, boys and girls. Like we said, just four more days to go in Micah. So, have a great weekend, and we'll be back on Monday.
1: Okay, yeah, well, bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. See you Monday.
0: Bye, guys. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh and Josh. For more information and further resources, visit woodendonkey.org.